I call it a short medley. Oh, it's Scotty, Scotty. Yes. Bring it down to this level, please. This level. This level. And thank you for listening to the Something Random Podcast, where sometimes we talk about movies, sometimes we talk about television, we always talk about something random. I am your host, Charles Joseph Kelly. <clears throat> and um, I am your co-host, Michael C. Macbeth. And I'm your co-co-host, Scotty Schaefer. Hi, I'm your other co-host, Joel Adam Chavez. That, that, was, that was too loud, Joel. Now, now, now guys, <laughs> I'd like to change mine to... Oh, I'm Scotty, your... Scotty, down to this level, down to this level. I'd like level. to change mine to I'm your Coco host. Coco host. Scotty Schaefer. I, I like this level. I'm I'm a little... I have a little bit less sleep than I should have right now. Mm. I'm a little bit more angry. I need some zen. Mm. Mm. So this is the level where I want the entire podcast to be. So and this is perfect. You know, I just learned about ASMR. Mike, Michael, what did I just say? Bring it down to this okay. level. Thank mm-hmm. you. I, I just learned about ASMR um, as, a, as a trend. What is that, arms? No, no. It's, it's, uh, it's like... You know those those tingly feels when you get like really good audio and on, it's just like on my arms. Gosh. No, no, it's just like in your body. It's like a audio orgasm. Mm. But on your arms, yeah. on your arms, and in other places. So this, and we can we can make some rustling sounds and some. Let's I not do that because that sounds <laughs> like <laughs> a nightmare. Tuki 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 tuki. So now that this bit is kind of overplayed at this point, uh, what have you guys been watching this week? Has there been anything going on that you guys want to talk about? Yes, indeed, Oso. I uh, uh, well, uh, we uh, many of us watched the first episode of the new season of American Horror Story. I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to what the heck is going to happen, as I am with every first episode, because you can't always tell what. The direction mm. a season is going. Yeah, the show. the show usually starts out really well and just turns to shit by the end. So I'm gonna wait until it's done with before I even spend any time with it. Yeah, binge it. What is this season about so far? We don't quite know yet. It opens with Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton clips uh, before the election and people being afraid of. Donald Trump getting elected and Hillary Clinton getting elected. And people are saying that it's one-sided, but I don't think it is because as someone in the middle, not to get too political, I did see a lot of uh, both sides being a little uh, (laughs) made fun of, for lack of a better term. But it's... and um, So equal opportunity. Yeah. And so not only that, but there's um, the... Sarah Paulson's character um, is a liberal who's basically afraid of Donald Trump, but she has an intense fear of clowns and many other things, um, holes, things with holes in them. Scotty. What have I seen? Yes. What I did watch was the new Star Trek Discovery trailers again, because the show hasn't come out yet, but I'm starting to let myself get really excited about this. It, uh, I I am so hit or miss on this show, and I hope it's good. Me too. As, but... as like somebody who always sees Star Trek better than Star Wars, uh, I want this to be good. But the fact that it's uh, rated M is really scary because that hasn't been done in a Star Trek show before. Hmm. Well, I, I could argue that. Okay, argue. Okay, um, I would say that, they, I mean, yes, and, but also, but maybe. The Deep Space Nine um, story arcs, which were ahead oh, of their yeah. time. You know ahead what? Ahead of their okay. time. You're right. It's, it was binge-worthy TV before you could binge it. You had to just tune in and grab all the reruns and stuff. It was very difficult to do, which is why the show didn't do very well. Right. I, I hope I hope it's good. I mean, the fact that also that they're playing fast and loose with uh, uh, the main character, who mm-hmm. is Spock's sister. <gasps> what? Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh. I think it's like adopted sister, but they're, I don't know how that I feel about this, but that's like a huge thing that has never been like, oh yeah, and Spock and his sister, Deborah. <laughs> Well, Deborah. I mean, they, they did do that, of course, with episode with with Star Trek Five. Yeah, that's true. all of a sudden he has a brother, and I was like, uh, according to the animated series, as his <laughs> child, there was no pictures on his family's mantle of a brother. No, so no, no, I will no. just point that out. 
Uh, anybody else have anything? That oh, they... yeah. Perfect segue. I started, haven't finished, the pilot episode of The Orville. <gasps> did you? I did. I yeah. want to watch that. It looks promising. I mean, of course, I'm a huge Seth MacFarlane... There it is. <laughs> I can't pronounce names. Even... <laughs> oh, I, I, don't worry. I'll it's help back. you out here. I think it's pronounced Seth. <laughs> Thank you. Seth is That's a hard name to pronounce. Yeah, it, it shows promise. It, obviously, it's a pilot episode, and so they're just trying to intro the characters and try to draw you in. Um, but I, I'm still excited, tentatively excited about that show. So that, and I, uh, I watched some roller derby this week. Live? Okay. Yeah, yeah live, you see that? live casting. Of, I would have uh, never expected you to say that, but uh, okay. The, the... I, I know the reason <laughs> behind it, so I expected this to happen. Is it Mitch? Yes. Is yeah, it's Mitch. Yeah, yeah, awesome. So, um, so they they got second in the playoffs. Out of what? Like out of Colorado or like out of the nation? No, they, they played Stockholm, Sweden first. What? Um, world championships? Well, the world championships haven't happened yet this was just the playoffs but yes they they wow. played they played against um stockholm and then they played against london and then gotham city is the is the team that is undefeated based in new york hmm. and they they did not quite beat them i would have argued that gotham city is chicago your thoughts I'm just kidding. no random. gotham is new jersey absolutely oh yeah and then metropolis is definitely new york i'm city. an idiot of course it's new jersey i guess does new jersey have skyscrapers though do they? What is it? Newark? I mean, like it's Gotham. It doesn't actually exist. So, <laughs> sure. Uh, I don't know who you are or what you've done Hi, with my CJ, is... but I want them back. Hi, my name is Charles. Mm-hmm. I have two things, and I want to know what you guys want to talk about first. Okay. okay. Number one is my uh, terrible movie of the week, mm-hmm. uh, Batman and Robin. Oh, uh, that's right. And the next one is BoJack Horseman, which I'm finishing oh, up. Let's talk about Batman and Robin first. All right. Okay. Do you guys have any questions about Batman and Robin first? Uh, bad as you remember? Not as bad as I remember. Okay. What year did it come out? 93? I don't know. I think it was later than yeah, that. I think later. it was like 98 or 99. Oh, it must have been 98, yeah. 98 maybe? All right. I'm going to be I'm gonna be positive about this film. Okay. They had a lot of intriguing concepts that they wanted to get across. Like for instance, having somebody deal with dealing with um, an uncurable disease, uh, having family problems, the the issues between Batman and Robin, like mm. all these different aspects, having um, having a villain who is understandable for what he's doing, and they had all these interesting concepts behind it, but how they executed anything was just absolutely horrendous <laughs> so, as in it would be a better book yeah yeah <laughs> or yeah, comic, book. Uh, it, comic book no <laughs> I, I don't think it would be a good comic book either i mean it just it takes all those things and a just Washington makes it style graphic novel perhaps oh no no i think i think they just took all these different topics that they wanted to discuss in this film and made it all superficial and really didn't like jump into what actually make those stories work hmm. and it's it's just a the common problem. And it's just, the dialogue is terrible. Mm. Like, I was joking about it. I was like, every single line that they fed Arnold Schwarzenegger was stupid cold puns. And I can't, right. yeah, like, yeah. I love puns, but it's just, it was, over it was too and over. much. Yeah. Every was, line. Was this Let's back when kick he was... some ice. Yeah. A chill. The Iceman cometh. Was was this back when Arnold was still getting like paid per line or something, where they had Probably. to like really squeeze every dollar out of like million sure. dollars a line? But it or was something? it was it was bad, and it's just like, all right, why is the dialogue written like this? There's some other dialogue that because it is, it's cool. cool. It's cool. oh, <laughs> Ice, see what you did there. Oh. Okay, that's which, which I see. What is it? The Baltic, <laughs> which. Uh, like you said, I mean, Mr. Freeze, it, it makes it unfortunate because Mr. Freeze is one of the best villains in the Batman universe because he's so human and he actually has a, a reason for what made him what he is. And it's <laughs> it's understandable. He wants to save his wife. You I know? can see that. Yeah. Michael and I were editing all day while and he was listening to everything. And he's like, hmm. Oma Thurman's not too bad in this this film, and I was like, "That's you know saying a lot for this whole thing because everybody's pretty much terrible." <laughs> who, who were the bad guys in that one? It was it was uh, Iceman and Poison Ivy, Poison, Poison Ivy, Bane, Bane, Bane. Bane is a stupid. Thug. Bane, Bane's like a throwaway character. Well, no, but yeah, Bane's the throwaway character, in that way, and yeah. he has the best one-liners. So everybody will say something, and he'll be like, "Hmm." 
Honey. <laughs> I just like repeat one word out of the sentence that doesn't really like Homer Simpson. Yeah. I, Ooh, I honey. Yeah. Because that was that was my first that was my first I interaction agree. with Bane. Mm-hmm. And then when the Dark Knight came out, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Did you have any oh, other bad things about it? Or? Oh, I mean, like, if we were to talk about bad things about the film, I, we could talk about the <laughs> yeah, a couple hour long yeah. show. Um, there's just a lot of like decisions that they made in the film that were really weird. Like early on, they were in the the weird rocket ship, uh, um, Mr. Freeze's <laughs> rocket ship that was soaring out into the sky and it was going to blow up or something like that and cause damage to. But they still blew it up. I don't know why, <laughs> what the issue was going to be there, but. They, they jumped out after they set off a bat bomb, which, by the way, Batman makes bombs specifically that look like bats. <laughs> the amount of time that he put into that, he could probably just make it just like a normal shape and have it blow up. It, uh, yeah, I'm sure he has a machine shop with a whole bunch of bat-shaped things and you just shove things into them. That's right. It's Absolutely. like, who cares bats what shape produce. it is? Because it's going to blow up, dude. Right. But no, so, brand but, recognition. Come on. Right. Yeah, like, exactly. you, you want pieces to hit the bad guys. You want the bat shrapnel, or if I may, batnel. <laughs> so when they, when you they, want them to know yes. who it came from. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but when they left the, the shuttle thing, uh, they skateboarded down on the emergency doors. But there was no reason for them to do that. Like, there was one shot where Robin hit the top of a roof and, like, surfed down it for a second. But besides from that, there was no reason for them to have weird skateboards. Like, but there Legolas was another, showboating. There was another scene where Batman jumps through a window grinds skateboard wise down a dinosaur <laughs> oh you did say something about he was grinding a dinosaur he I wasn't grinded sure down a dinosaur and they didn't use that for that scene it happened beforehand and i was like all right come on if you're gonna do like skateboard stuff um so and then the other one is uh is bojack horseman and i'll talk about yeah, this for like please. two seconds uh i highly recommend the show if you like comedy and you also uh want to deal with your depression and actually actually deal with it because they have severe conversations about where depression comes from really i can't recommend it enough now it is, and is this a netflix show or it's a netflix show okay uh, yeah. will arnett plays a alcoholic horse i love will arnett paul m Tompkins plays a dog a golden retriever named mr peanut butter allison brie plays mr peanut butter's girlfriend Wonderful. yeah that's that's what i watched so, hey, guys, who would you play in a biopic based on your life? Who would uh, we who play would, or who would play us? Who, shut up. Well, I'd like to who, answer the first question. No, no, I would, no. I would, play, I would play the announcer at the, at, the, at the hotel saying, Mr. Herman, aging Mr. Herman. <laughs> That's a good one. But the, Mr. Real, Herman. the real question is, who would play you in a biopic based on your life? Mm, who would play me? Well, when I was younger and thinner... <laughs> and this was uh, before the Big Bang Theory. I would have liked Johnny Galecki to play me. Oh, this yeah. was before he got hugely popular with Big Bang Theory. Um, we looked alike. We had similar hair. We're about the same age. Like the Roseanne days. I could see that. Yes. And um, I just, I don't know. That was always what I, this is not the first time I've thought about this. Mm. I was like, yeah, yeah. But now I'm uh, heavy and he is thinner so i don't know if that would work well i mean there's uh, there's ways around that sure they're doing that, yeah they're doing that with uh what's his face for the the one movie that's great, great i think story. i think you're, what's his name from that yeah sorry that's interesting i think that i would be played by owen wilson i know everybody jokes wow but he, oh, I go, think what go you ahead, mean is get it out of your system. <laughs> hey, okay, okay. Let's um, on the count. We've got ten seconds on the clock to do as many wows as we possibly a can. A wow off. Ready? Wow! 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 Oh, wow! 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 I don't know. I think that he uh, he has obviously dealt with depression, and so have I. Well, I, I, I like actually all his work, um, even even the stuff just to pay the bills and stuff. But his his early things and his character development, I just really like that kind of stuff. I think that he was as misunderstood as an early actor as I was in college. Um, I think that'd play off really well, actually. Uh, he'd have to probably go darker with his hair, but I had long hair in college too. It looked like Jesus. Yeah, I've seen those pictures, Scotty. 
I yeah. When I was <laughs> when I was cat sitting for you, I saw more of them. Oh, did you? When yeah. I first saw that photo, I thought it was a Photoshop. Did Not you really? gonna lie. It's oh, very, yeah. very Kenny G. It was very Kenny G. Kenny G or uh, Weird Al. I got to. Yeah, so Weird Al Yankovic could play you. Oh my god, it probably could. Or Kenny G. Well, I, I'm not old enough. Maybe I, maybe it's like a Mr. McGorium's Wonder Emporium kind of situation. <laughs> okay, yes, and then I want uh, Johnny Depp to play me at one point too. That could work. It's interesting to think about actors older than you playing you in a biopic probably about your past. I'm kind of torn. I was sort of thinking, it, it, but, but again, I was thrown off because Joaquin Phoenix, but mm-hmm. um, I love him as an actor, but also respect him because he's one of the only Hollywood actors I know of who has a cleft lip. And so um, there's that connection, but Cheech Marin is another, the other one I think of. Okay. But he, he old and Mexican. Mm. But, but again, when, what you were saying about kind of going (laughs) closer to your own age, um, my other thought would be Sean Austin. Oh, closer to your age, closer, not, not insanely close. It really depends. I mean, yeah. yeah we I, just all learned young. that uh, Michael Macbeth is nearing 40 years old. <laughs> Sean Austin's got to be like, actually, well, kind of secret. Actually, obviously, I, I, Sean Austin crossed my mind too for me just because he's kind of a roly-poly dude, <laughs> you know? Sean Austin is 56 years old. 56. No kidding. kidding oh, sorry, 46. I lied. Oh, I'm sorry. 46. Well, oh, Still, 46. Yeah, 46. Because, I mean, because I... I know that I know that he even when Goonies came out, he was older than me when that came out. It's Sean Austin is going to be in season two of Stranger Things. Oh my gosh. It's right. gonna be amazing. Alright. Now let's get back to the conversation at hand. Mine, the most realistic one, probably Michael Sarah. I mean, come on, look at me. Mm. Let's let's be <laughs> let's be real. Michael Sarah's realistic, yes. Yes. You don't um, have curly hair. He would have short hair. He'd have to cut his hair. hair. But he would have to scalp himself with a straight razor. If if I were to, (laughs) that's a story for another day. All right, no, we're going to tell it on the podcast because this is my this is my podcast. I will tell whatever story I want to tell. Shoot. So last time I cut my hair was uh, by myself. I didn't have Jesse do it. Jesse, if you're listening to this podcast, my hairstylist, I I apologize profusely for cutting my own hair, but I have had clippers. Now, when I use my clippers, I just do straight buzz, right? I just go down and it's just done, right? Mm -hmm. So first swipe, stopped halfway through, clippers broke. (laughs) So, so, you know. So now now I have the, what is referred to as the anti-mohawk, which is just the one strip down the center. So I'm going to stop you right there. Um, You two, can you, can you please tell me (laughs) if you found yourself in this situation, what would you do? Uh, probably get another pair of clippers and finish the job. Put put on a hat, go to the store, get yeah, another pair of clippers. Get a pair of clippers. Okay, yes. probably, probably, yeah. Probably. Okay, sure. but okay. I'm glad that you guys didn't because this is a much more entertaining story than that. <laughs> okay. So I look and I'm freaking out because I have to work in 20 <clears throat> minutes. It was really quick. I thought it was oh, going to be done. You don't have quick. time to put on a hat. No, no. Yeah, well, you have time There's, to put on a hat. I mean, you have time, to put uh, which I did after after this. Uh, so I didn't have any razors like any just normal razors i have my straight razor which i used to shave straight razor like we're talking like todd style sweeney todd style yikes okay so slowly but surely that's what you shave with a straight razor yeah because i'm uh, old school i'm super badass but you only have like four four what that's because he's hairs on your face. I know. That's why he uses I don't a straight razor. Actually, that's, yeah exactly it's such a smooth right uh, such a smooth shave right. also can't grow facial hair also body hair out of control. It's, well, it's, it's, it is You're among friends. it is nightmare fuel when you uh, look anywhere below the shirt. Oh, I bet I've got you beat. Uh, so my other one that I would choose, kind of more comedically, uh, <laughs> I would I would hire Charlie Day to play me in my biopic. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> Charlie Day! <laughs> because there would be a second character named Charlie Kelly. So guys, what topics and themes would you like movies and television to tackle? And which ones are overplayed? It's kind of a big question. Mm, this is going to be kind of a serious conversation, I think, guys. Mm. We're not going to be able to make as many dick and fart jokes this uh, this time around. Mm, dick and fart jokes. I love them. Um, 
Uh, overplayed superheroes. Uh, yeah, I, superheroes and anything where the plot, where the the thing in danger, the the moment of of truth, literally the world hangs in the balance. That's overdone. Because because where can you go from there? At this point, if we lose Saturn scientifically, I'm hurt. <laughs> but I'm not like more scared than I am of just the Earth dying. Well, like, yeah, and I mean, like, bigger than in, in the Avengers movies, anything like that, when you have too high of stakes, it those stakes don't matter at that point because nothing's going to happen. Especially in Guardians of the Galaxy because all of them are basically invincible. Well, I, I mean, like, there just needs to come to a point, this is a, I don't mean to jump off the subject, but I mean, when you have the, the MCU, when you have all of those, if I may, thousands of characters... You need to start killing them off like crazy. That is how you get people to care about it. Be like, oh my god, I'm afraid to watch the new Thor movie. What if this is when they kill Thor? Whatever. Ten, ten bucks says that they're going to be doing that in the next Avengers movie uh, because most of the cast has their contracts up. Yeah, well, we'll see. But I mean, they, like, they're not they, even putting the Defenders in, in, in the Civil War. I mean, in, in the... Uh, whatever it is they already did civil war but you know the real yeah, one yeah, yeah. um anyway but it's to answer of... the first question then or the first part of that question which one would i like to see have them tackle versus overplayed instead of going so hugely huge the earth is in danger again let's do small stuff again kind of along the lines of what you're talking with bojack horseman i want to see more very personal struggles with mental illness i, uh, I would I... love to see some of those things and not only that I think actors would be like, there is some meat mm-hmm. in those kinds of roles to really tackle that stuff, to, to, to show these personal battles that people go through with depression, with anxiety. Um, one also, thing, one know, thing that I really, really hate in television is when a character has depression and everybody's like, aw, that's okay, we still love you. Because that shit doesn't happen. That shit doesn't happen <laughs> in real life. Because there's more times than not people who, when you try to explain, this is how I feel, they're like that feeling doesn't exist. I don't know what you're talking about. And I want to see more of that. Or they'll say, here's a hotline you can call, but I need you to be at work at 8 a.m. Right. And we talked about this last <laughs> week, right? Where um, I want to see... Was it last week? It was last yeah, week. Yeah, it was last week. Was I last don't know week. what you're going to say. Where, where I want to see people with mental illness, people with oh, disabilities, yes. who aren't 100% shown as like some weird savant in some specific thing. I want to see these people with who have bipolar, who have disabilities, just try to live a normal life. And that's so much more interesting than seeing a guy with who's on the spectrum who also can solve murders and shit. Oh, I'm so I, I, tired I see, of that. I see what you're saying. That it's like that I, I want to see that too, but I'm afraid to like, it's okay to have depression and also not be good at anything. <laughs> like... Like, yeah, you don't have to be... That is literally what Bojack Horseman is about. Yeah. Where he's just, like, struggling with the fact that I've got this problem. It's never going to be fixed. I don't... I can't fill this empty hole in my heart. And now I have to live? Hmm. Should I commit suicide? Should I not commit suicide? It gets deep. Very interesting. Yeah. I'm going to watch that show. All right. I I think that... Anyway, that's my answer. I think that uh, discussions and you know all the all the nonsense on Facebook these days and stuff, you know, they would they would go a lot better if people were more in tune with I feel type statements. I agree. You know, and and the media, the the movies and the TV that we watch greatly influence how we interact with each other. I think um, something that's overplayed on television, and I'm probably gonna get. Uh comments about this but does law and order still really need to be on yes exactly um how many years oh, has it come been on? on and how many nice. different versions of it are there i mean the, i'm not just talking law and order there's the csis and the you know those shows are interesting and fun and i understand that people like them and stuff but i don't know i just think there's way too many of them way too many <laughs> and um you know I, I, and hey i enjoy watching them too but god dang there's a lot of them and they've been on forever yeah yeah. So you know how lie to lie to me could have been a a very quick mini series. I'm sure. So you know how I said earlier that I wasn't going to make any dick and fart jokes. Yes. I, Did I, you I lie? Made, I made a uh, Law and Order dick joke. Dick Wolf. Yes. Cock coyote. <laughs> <laughs> what would I like to see more of is definitely. Uh, yes, personal traumas, not even trauma, just uh, day-to-day trauma, as in mental illness, addiction, that kind of thing, portrayed in a, a realistic way. Mm. It's often sugar-coated, I think, 
or way overdone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. yep, yep. Um, I, I I'm one of those people. I really don't like it when people say, "Oh, I'm feeling ADD today," or "I'm so ADD," or "I'm so OCD," or mm-hmm. "I'm so this," or "I'm so that." You know what? It's not a term that should be thrown around that way. And I think that um, people, and I'm not trying to be, I'm not saying like it's on PC or whatever. People aren't using it in the right way. No. And um, like if you look at the movie uh, As Good As It Gets, which is one of my very favorite mm, movies. Greg Kinnear. That's Jack Nicholson's character, who's an obsessive compulsive. Yeah, he packs his bag nice and he puts things in order and he flips the light switch on and off. There's so much more to it than that. Mm. And um, that movie actually does a really good job of it. Um, but when people go, oh, I'm OCD. I like my pictures to hang straight. That's not what OCD is. Mm-hmm. And I think if we had more shows and movies that showed things like that, ADHD and whatever the hell else, uh, uh, I mean, Alzheimer's and Asperger's and all mm-hmm. kinds of things that um, are involved in um, more and more people's lives and people would understand things more and not throw around terms like I'm so ADHD today or I'm so hyperactive, you know? Well, and, and not to, not to disagree with you because I totally do agree with you, mm-hmm. but all of those things do have different levels of severity. A- absolutely. And yes. So, and yes. so I, I think, you know, you're talking about dealing with depression. I, I truly feel that every single one of us on some level has dealt with depression not not to an extreme necessarily but but certainly there are moments you know yes i i think okay so this is this is a conversation where we're going to be hi my name is dr charles kelly hmm. and uh with me is dr scotty schaefer scotty please tell me a little bit about depression versus <laughs> being depressed mm. that is an important that is a very important distinction to make because I think that all of us here have absolutely dealt with some sort of depression, but it is important to mention when you're looking at, at, at depression or any mental illness as a spectrum that some people think, oh, well, I stubbed my toe or I got fired once and I was sad, so I know what you're going through and right. you need to tough that out. That kind of mentality... Yeah. That shit can't. Fly. I read. I read something on Twitter, and I'm so done with social media nowadays. But this guy's <laughs> like, you know what? People who have depression, people who have anxiety, that kind of stuff, they're full of shit. They just need to work out. They need to eat right. They need to do all these things. Well, hold Everything's on, gonna be good. Rewrite workout. What was the other one? Do more things. Do more things. <laughs> that's, that's, that's good. Stuff. We just revolutionized. <laughs> Yeah, don't you just, depression, guys. yeah, you can't just go and tell, hey, let's go have a cup of Java. But you can't the, just do that. It's, you turn, is, you don't turn it off that yeah, way. Yeah, that is that is a consistent problem within the media because people feel that way, and it's under like on it's understandable that people feel that way because they haven't felt like that before. Mm-hmm. They don't understand how depression feels. Kind of like uh, for me. I, I like saying like white noise. It feels like nothing. It feels mm. like nothingness. Uh, so it's not just oh, I'm sad today. No, it's, yeah. it's nothingness. But that's that's on my side of things. But everybody else feels it in a different way, and it's hard to visualize. And then, like I said, understandable for people who have not experienced this in their lives to not understand what other people are going through. Interesting. I'd like to talk about this further, but let's move on. This is very good. This is very good discussion we're having. Um, all right. Um, I do have what was, a. What was that again? I don't know. It was just a. It was good. Question. It was like a mixture between uh, Bill Cosby and like a, It was like if Bill Cosby was on an episode of Downton Abbey. Yes. Yes. Quiet. <laughs> Quiet. Um, okay. I do have a six degrees of separation. Oh, good, good, good. Excellent. For you that so I'd like to throw out. Yeah. At while you. you're looking that up, mm-hmm. let's go over the rules. Over the rules. First. Of all, there has to be six. Wait, no, I'm wrong. Already. There does not rules. have to be six. It has to be less than six, six degrees. Six, six or, or less. less. Six yes. degrees or less. We, you have to know the name of the actor. You have to know the name of the movie that they're in. Mm-hmm. You what? have to do this in less than six degrees. You can use television, but they have to be in the same episode. So you can say the name of the character, but Oops. it's not as important as you have to have the name of the actor themselves. You, yes. So I can't say that guy from Poltergeist. Yeah, you cannot and, say that shit. And we we discussed last week that um somebody connected 
through two different episodes of the same TV show. Mm-hmm. So that's possible as well. But, but it, takes up a, it takes up a degree. It, it better take yes. up a degree because yes. you yes. just pick one of the regulars in the show. Yeah. So my, my biggest my biggest concern is we're with the rules that we have right now, we're probably going to have to make this a little bit more difficult for ourselves soon because I think um, there's only one time where we haven't solved it. So we should probably set mm. some more rules upon ourselves. But let's not do that this week. Well, when I when I had to choose it, I was just thinking of something that was fun. Mm-hmm. And it turns out y'all guessed it in like two people and it sucked. Now, because it's the week of 9-11, I decided to go with former New York firefighter who assisted in 9-11, Steve Buscemi. Oh, that's right. To James Earl Jones. All right, and while we debate that, we're going to take a brief word from our sponsors. Hey guys, this is your humble host, Charles, just checking in to see how things are going. Hey, did you want to go see It this weekend? Uh, You know me, I'm not the biggest fan of horror films, but if you're there with me, I think I'm going to be fine. It's about one o'clock in the morning, and I'm just finishing up the podcast right now. Uh, I'm recording this on my cell phone, so if the audio quality isn't the best, you know, I'm not going to be pulling out my my sound equipment this week to, to get this recorded. So sorry in advance. I'm not sure how this is going to sound until I edit it. So, but, uh, I'm trying to make sure that we have enough time to edit our short film tick in the next few weeks. Uh, that comes out September 29th. Pretty much all the special effects or the visual effects are done and ready to go. I've got a couple more that I need to rock out pretty quick, but we're going to be spending time on audio, getting the soundtrack together, and uh yeah that's pretty much it and it's done and we can move on to the next project i'm super excited for you guys to see it i i'm so glad that you guys are liking the podcast we've been hearing a lot of a lot of positive feedback if you guys want to let us know how we're doing or if you want to give us a review you can find us on itunes google play just uh throw us a review let us know how what you're thinking of the show if you don't like it we'd like to hear that too if you'd like us to answer any of your questions, all of the information on how to contact us is in the description of this podcast. I just set up our Twitter account again. We have a business Twitter account, but it's something weird. It was something weird, like SR Media underscore LLC, and that's just hard to remember. So I changed it up. That information is in the description as well. As always, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to the podcast. You all are fantastic. I always say this, but I'm super glad that you guys are listening to the podcast. It means so much to me. It means so much to the guys as well. As always, have yourselves a wonderful week, and I love you. Welcome to Chasing the Mind. I'm Dr. Stephanie Schwartz, kind of a science nerd. I'm Dr. Angela Johnson. I am nerd adjacent. The podcast that explores the art and science of the mind. People really like us answering questions about psychological topics. Yeah, whether it be issues they have in their lives or all manner of psychological disorders and concepts. How do our thoughts influence our sense of who we are? How do we impact the world around us? And can changing our minds change everything? We could even diagnose someone from a commercial if you really want us to. I have some opinions about flow. I'll just tell you that right now. Okay, I like flow. We're going to have to throw down about flow. You can hear Dr. Angela and Dr. Stephanie at ChasingTheMind.com. New episodes every Friday. Okay, All let's... right, and we're back, and it's been 2 minutes and 51 seconds. What do you mean? You, 2 minutes and 51 seconds? You are pushing us to get... Glock's ticking, Glock's ticking. We're we need to sell a certain... Okay, so I think from here on out, we need to have it l- be less time. Okay. I think we need to say like 4 minutes. Or 3 minutes. Maybe... Half a 6. Because when we have a team doing it, it, it does go faster. Yeah, because yeah, I kept trying to work opposite, like like against you guys. We're like, no, we'll all work together and then we can sell it. So tell us what you came up with. Alright, so Scotty, go. Okay, so Steve Buscemi is an actor. James Earl Jones is an actor. Boom. That's what they have in common. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry for going to your plane. Uh, Steve Buscemi was in uh, Ar- Armageddon. Armageddon. With uh, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Why am I talking if you know all this stuff? He was in Armageddon with Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis was in uh, Expendables, Expendables 3. Expendables 3 with Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford was in a little known movie. Uh, it's called Star Wars. Star no, Wars. no, no. I was going to say American uh, Graffiti. What were you going to say? 
I'm kidding with Star Wars or with James or, Earl Jones' uh, voice. The other or or or, or the uh, Jack Ryan films. They were in that together. My six degrees, which that's great that you guys got it in less. Mine was actually six. It went for uh, it went Steve Buscemi to uh, Happy Gilmore, Adam Sandler, or Smart. any Adam Sandler yep. movie to Adam yeah. Sandler. That's what I was gonna do. Or actually, Steve Buscemi wasn't in Happy Gilmore. He was in uh, Big Any Daddy. Other Adam yeah. Movie, yeah. Adam Sandler. Uh, Adam Sandler was Adam, in uh, Adam Sandler was in Happy Gilmore with Christopher McDonald, Shooter McGavin. Um, Christopher McDonald was in Requiem for a Dream, yeah. Juice Bites Happy, uh, with Jared Leto, who was in Girl Interrupted, with Whoopi Goldberg, who was in The Lion King with James Earl Jones. Oh nice. my god! Oh, Whoopi to Lion Say King. Say it again. <laughs> so oh yeah, baby, Whoopi. So- Here's what I think for Joel's uh, terrible movie for the week that he has to watch. I don't think that it should be necessarily a terrible movie. Why Why should we make each other watch shitty movies? Why don't we do like a good movie? I'm going to make you watch Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. You would absolutely love it's that movie. It's a movie? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah, we're going to talk about that next week. You know what? Okay. I'm not even going to say anything else about it because I've overhyped it sometimes. Just watch that movie and report back to us. Okay. So that's. Yeah. I think that should be so it. So I think, and I think that's a good idea. I, I, I tell you what else. I think that... Um, if we have something that we enjoy a lot, that we could do that. And it's something not necessarily that they wouldn't like, but just that they've never seen. Oh. Tucker, what's it called? Tucker and... Tucker, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Versus I will check evil. it out. So the whole premise no, is... No, 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 okay, no, no, okay. no, 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 no. I'll just watch you, it. I'll just watch it. When you when you walk in, yeah. You will enjoy it. I was I was very surprised that I enjoyed it. Beep, 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 what is that noise? Beep, 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 beep. I think it's another time for Dance Moms Watch. Dance Moms Watch. DMW. DMW. Dance Moms Watch. Dance Moms Watch. Uh, Joel, <laughs> cue us in to what has happened on this week's Dance Moms. All right. The new teacher, Lorianne. She's choreographing very bizarre dance numbers. Oh, okay. Okay. So what kind of, do they do a lot of plies? Now listen. No, they do. Some no. Listen. They are very good music video, stage performance, dance numbers. They are not competition pieces. That's why they're not winning. The moms are furious. The girls are enjoying themselves, but they are not winning. Now they have to learn how to win with her choreography. I... But uh, there was last the week before last, uh, one mom choked another, and uh, that was fun. One mom choked another mom, or choked yes, another child? Oh choked goodness. another mom. I see. No, she just choked. She went for her throat. I love living my dance mom life vicariously through you. It's yeah. it's wonderful. Well, and one uh, this week the the drama this week was one Nia, who's the one original kid from the team, got traded out for another girl, and those moms kind of butted heads. And uh, <gasps> that traded. was the drama. Are they this sponsored or just on you... one duet number. Oh, okay. Yes. They got traded to a new family. <laughs> she didn't. Uh, Lorianne, the dance new dance teacher, didn't think Nia could cut this, this new dance and wasn't doing as well. And she put the other girl, another girl in. Oh. oh shit! Is that why the other mom choked? The other mom? Oh no 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 no! This this was two different moms. This was the week before that the choking happened. It was my least favorite mom. Um. Uh, and she is cross-eyed, which all is also entertaining, Yolanda, and. Uh, that's all for Dance Moms this week. That is tune in the, next week. By the way, <laughs> Yolanda, the cross-eyed mom, killer band name. Oh, but also, what was? How did you say? Like my least favorite. Dance She's my mom? least favorite dance mom. That, that should be a T-shirt. Yola- with her ugly face on it. Uh, is that? No, is no, that, no I, you can just give it to friends. Here you go. Oh, <laughs> world's best boss, my least favorite dance mom. <laughs> hey guys, I had an idea uh, for something a little bit, a little segment that we could do. Um, and if it works, then we'll do it uh, only this and nothing else for oh. the rest of our podcast. Okay. Or if oh, it mm-hmm. doesn't work, then we'll never do it again. Oh, for the rest of the podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're like going to change the entire podcast to be just there. this bit. Uh, okay. There okay. is no middle ground. Okay. I mean, uh, what is what is this idea? And let's just pretend that we didn't talk about this right beforehand. To it's make not like we didn't jokes. plan it. It's called Trailer Talk. It's oh, where we tra- talk about trailers that we've watched because it's a little bit easier to sometimes just watch trailers than it is to watch entire movies, especially for movies that haven't come out yet. I saw this really nice wood paneled one that was open on the top and work, it... work, work. He's talking about trailers to live in with wheels, this guy. Uh, here's the impetus for this. Uh, so I'm in a show right now and there's a bunch of kids in the show and these kids just keep talking about the movie It, but not the movie. They keep talking about the trailer because they're not old enough to watch rated R movies 
And it reminded me, I had literally forgotten of when I was a child and I wasn't allowed to just go watch movies. It's interesting. And so it brought up this idea of a couple questions that came from that. Um, first of all, what trailers were better than the movie? I have a couple in, 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 my, in my own mind. And the second question that I had for myself was, why do I not like? Why do I no longer like to watch trailers? Because I try not to sometimes mm. if I like the movie. Yeah, and um, me personally, I could talk for hours about this, but uh, just to start out with, I'll give a couple of my prime examples. Mm. Um, for one thing, trailers are not always a good indicator of the film itself. <laughs> True. Um, and Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is my best example of that. I distinctly remember seeing a trailer for that film and thinking, well, that movie looks stupid. I don't ever want to watch it. And then once I actually saw it, about five seconds into watching it, it became my favorite film of yeah. the decade. So I remember that moment where we're like, we're going to go see this terrible movie, Scott Pilgrim. All together, there were six of us, right? Yeah. Thanks for the invite, jerks. <laughs> I did, yeah, I guess I my know, invitation must have gotten you? lost in the mail. Sorry, my philosophy about it, like you were saying, you don't watch trailers probably because oftentimes what they'll do is they'll use all the best material of the movie and mm. condense it down to two minutes. And you're like, well, mm. now I don't even need to see the movie. That is exactly it. Because it's, it's... Especially scary movies. That's why I hate watching trailers right. for scary movies because all the good scares are in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you don't have anything surprising you when you see the film. I mean, to be afraid where's, of, yeah. where's the mystery? Or and so little. example there is Cloverfield. Um, okay. Hmm. Cloverfield's marketing, marketing campaign was in incredible Incredible. it's almost unfair to hold just the trailers against them because they had websites and all kinds of stuff Uh, the whole uh arg oh my gosh reality yeah so like the whole thing no 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 not like not like um i'm confusing with augmented augmented so pretty much what they did is in one of the shots there was like a qr code or something like that which sent you to like the website of the company like a shipping container company out of japan and stuff like that and it just like slowly fed you this information about like something happened and the, the the creature started coming up and it was like all a blog from this guy who got sent to this this place and it was incredible how they marketed this yeah it was super cheap i can't recommend that kind of stuff uh, enough lost did it as well with some of like in between stuff where they would where they would like hmm. do these alternate stories about characters who were never on the island they had a video game that came out for lost where it was like a story about a completely different character hmm. uh yeah i love marketing campaigns like that yeah and and it was there was so much mystery they didn't even have a title the title cloverfield didn't exist until what a month before the film came out yeah it was also their filming title and they just couldn't come up with anything better i yep. think is what i heard well but still that was that was very intriguing and the fact that the trailers um never actually showed a full shot of the monster so you you know it's a monster movie but you have no idea what the monster looks like mm-hmm. which they, is they really didn't give really it away cool. that was they good. didn't give that card up um, pretty much all we knew about it was that it was shot handheld a la a mini DV camera and there was a monster. And that was about <laughs> all you knew, learned from the trailer. And that was perfect. If I can be brutal, that's all the movie is anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there wasn't anything else to give away. No, but it was good. It was, it was. Other than you're like, oh, look, well there's the guy who was holding the camera the whole time. Yeah. And then 10 Cloverfield Lane. Which I, I haven't seen yet. I've never been blindsided by a movie before. It's... You never? Didn't you watch Juno? You thought it was going to be this spunky thing, and out of nowhere it has heart. I thought it was all going to be about email. <laughs> all my eyes out that freaking movie. Did not expect Ten Cloverfield Lane is a great horror film. Interesting. You guys it is. need to watch yeah, it. I will Absolutely now. should. I will now. But, but yeah, the... They didn't even announce that a project was happening. Oh, that's until, true. That was a super surprise. Until it was about to come out. And what's her name? Ramona Flowers is in it for crying out loud. Yeah. Full circle. So they also have a third Cloverfield movie that's coming out in February. It's called... That's a, that's in a few months. Are you sure they... they uh, it's already been filmed. Already... It's already been filmed. Everything's done with it. The idea is a bunch of astronauts go to space while also on Earth we do some experiment with the god particle right and kind of like blow up the guard god particle and earth disappears so these astronauts are just stuck in space oh 
I've actually found see it, it sounded controls. very original, unoriginal at first because it was astronauts going to space. Like astronauts should go somewhere else. Yeah, why don't why don't astronauts go to Boston? <laughs> <laughs> They've never been there before. Okay, so um, I like I want to I want to play with this in this this little space we got here. Uh, I think it should be Apollo thirteen, right? But instead of going to outer space, they go to Boston and they get stuck in some bar. <laughs> Ooh, actually, I have an even better idea. Apollo 1776. Oh, my God. <laughs> they, they go up into space. They come back down. They're like, what the musket? Son of a musket. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Uh, and then they start rapping about it. No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> actually, the worst part would be if they like, like they land and they're like, oh, no, that was... Thomas Jefferson. Oh, no. Yes. What movie trailers do you hate? Right. Uh, well, I'm. I don't. I can't think of any that I actually absolutely hate, but I was thinking of one that I really liked, which is uh, the Blair Witch Project. First of all, one of my favorite scary movies scared the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was in the preview. They had very little actual footage from the film. Mm-hmm. They put stuff in the movie. That wasn't in or in the trailer that wasn't in the movie. Like they have the interview of they're interviewing Michael's dad. That's not in the film. They uh, show them finding the camera. They show them finding film canisters and stuff like that. Um, none of that happened in the film. And they just it's it's all not there's no uh, narrative. It's all just the the written uh, thing that says like three documentary filmmakers blah 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 you know that thing they show that and then they they show other, a few other text uh narrative things but no one's actually speaking telling you what's going to happen it's all you have to read it all and the very few the very little dialogue that's actually in it is like uh, do you think the occult is involved with the disappearance of your son and they show his dad and he doesn't even answer they cut it so it's like they want you to go see them <laughs> movie to see this but it's not in the movie so that is genius yeah though. and it is it really it, is it doesn't spoil anything right and it doesn't and it intrigues the it, it intrigues, draws you in. yeah, yeah. Draws pixar, you in. pixar did that they did um they did special teaser trailers that um were in no way related to the actual plot of of the film um i remember the finding nemo teaser um and it was it was a whole discussion between marlon and dory um, and, and it was its own little short. Hmm. Um, and they did the same thing with Monsters Incorporated. Um, they, they, one of my very favorite movies. They busted into a room and, and had this whole discussion about, oh, this is the wrong room, blah, blah, blah. And, and, uh, yes. And, and, and I remember, like, yeah, I'm going I remember the that. break room before they run out of donuts and yes. all this stuff that's not that, in the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's good great. stuff. Yeah. Or if they get, yeah. And it, they, when, when, when they do stuff like that, get, like get the real actors to come in and make, uh, little spot, even if they're just short TV spots. I think that's brilliant. And um, especially if you can tell it's not footage from the film, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. That's how trailers should be done. Completely off the wall. But I remember them doing that with problem child Two. Hmm. They had the girl cause in problem child Two they were two problem children mm-hmm. And they had the girl talking to the camera in the preview. I don't know why that is in my head, but that's mm-hmm. <laughs> so. That's another one. Yeah, Back to the Future as well. It, not not exactly. I mean, some of the shots were were from the movie, but a lot of it was just a dramatic close ups and and right things of that yeah. nature. Yeah, this actually brings up a very interesting part about this trailer. Is that so? Especially currently, where I try to avoid trailers unless it's a movie I'm not 100% sold on. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll let them sell me. I'll let them, I'll watch a trailer. Oh, that does look good or whatever. Um, that's how I ended up watching the movie The Lobster, which I recommend for a lot of people, it's actually. Great. Because I was like, it's oh, on I don't know. Amazon Prime for free. You guys, uh, if you haven't, yeah, watch it. We can, we can absolutely talk about that movie. The Lobster. The Lobster. The uh, Lobster. It's one of the best things I've ever seen with Colin Firth. Can I, can I pitch this movie really quick? Mm-hmm. Sure, go ahead. So, The Lobster is set in this weird, strange, not Earth. Where when you no, are, it's, it's Earth. Well, it's Earth, but it's a different world. It's it's kind of supernatural. Pretty much, what happens if you surreal is how yeah. I describe it. I'm so I don't interrupt. If if you don't find your partner, if you don't get married, if you're single, right? By no, the time you, that. you have to find your true love. Yeah, if you don't find your true love by the time you're forty, 
35? Uh, I don't remember what, what the age but, okay. was, but basically there's a punishment. You get to be turned into the animal of your choice. You have to be turned into the animal of your okay. choice. Okay. And the part that makes it super weird is that if then you suddenly find yourself single, either sing, if you suddenly find yourself single, like if you get divorced or if your spouse dies, you have 30 days to find the new love of your life or boom, you're turned into an animal. Because that's your second chance to find love as a dog, as a cat, as an elephant, as a lobster. <laughs> interesting. Okay. And it is a very interesting commentary on... Love and relationships. On love and relationships, both when you're in a relationship and both when you're not in a relationship and how you view the other side. It's, it was a fascinatingly deep movie for such a surreal and on the subject and on the surface kind of silly subject type, subject matter. It was actually very deep. It, it makes me think of that episode of Friends, honestly. You know. He's her lobster. Oh, that's right. I guess I did hear that. Yeah. There's a very and so there impression is, of there is, Kate's, though. I have to yes, it is. It is. Um, Lisa Kudrow deserves better. Um, <laughs> she, she deserves better, God damn it. She does deserve a better impression. None of her. Um, but yeah, just the, the that metaphor <laughs> of the fact that lobsters are are life needs and um and they live for 100 years mm-hmm. um but this all brought up an interesting idea of how because i i don't think of trailers that often when i allow myself to access the part of my brain and i just go into the file under trailers joel the same thing all these thoughts are coming to my mind of all these trailers i saw when i was a kid that i never would have thought i even retained memories of and it's interesting to think and a question for next time i think would be like, what are some trailers from your childhood for movies that you didn't watch or weren't allowed to watch that now you're like, I should reward myself by finally watching Arachnophobia or whatever that I never got around to watching, but I kind of wanted to as a kid. A bunch of movies like that. It'd be an interesting yeah. thing. I remember the Night of the Living Dead trailer because they said Night of the Living Dead about 4,000 times. <laughs> and every time the pause got longer, it would say, the first time it was like, Night. Of the living dead. By the end of the trailer, it was night. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Of the living dead. <laughs> and there was an extra emphasis on the last D. Yes, dead. for sure. Duh. Like the blog. What we should make, you guys, is a trailer for a movie. Um, I swear to God, that's actually one of the smartest ideas ever because I've thought of it myself. What you need to start doing, what I, one of my, one of my plan ideas is just to write trailers and make them and, and not see, make the movie. Throw all the spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks and then be like, now we have a Kickstarter. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. So now okay. let's do, let's do it. And well, then... let's, if we're going to play with this idea, I think it should be, we're going to make a trailer and we're going to voice it. We're going to do everything for this trailer for uh, something that's already been created. Something that doesn't necessarily have the best trailer. Hmm, so we have to pick a movie that already had a bad trailer to begin with. Oh, well, like Scott Pilgrim vs. the World you had already mentioned. Scott Pilgrim um, would be good. I think you could just re-edit, though, and show some good parts. Yeah, it would be It would. It would be oh. a benefit to, to actually shoot new footage for a trailer for that film. Just voices. But, but here's another idea that we can go down. Because I've been watching a lot of fake trailers for things. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance... Um, they, High School Musical. Recut, they no, no, no. That's not the direction. They recut uh, Elf to be a horror film. And Elf it to be a horror one. Mary Poppins to be a to be a horror. They cut recuts The Shining to be a family comedy. Yeah. Oh, movie. and it was hilarious. <laughs> yes, it's the family film or something. Let's, or, oh, or, let's do that. It's super topical right now. Let's make. Let's turn it. Well, that already exists. Oh, it already exists. Or, let's, or, should, or should we go for a different Stephen King thing? Is just because of the, it might be overdone. We're just gonna be white noise. There's Carrie. There's Christine. We can do Carrie. As Pet a Cemetery. Yeah. Or there's date stuff. There's boys talking to girls. There's whispers. You so know, think someone so likes her. Piper Laurie. She thought the film was a comedy. And what? She, she locks her daughter in the stairs. And she thought it was a comedy. Oh my god! What a crazy. And I think that's part of the reason why her character is so creepy. She's not. She's not trying too hard. So I don't know. That could work for a family film that's somehow. Scary We're going to use our voices to do all these. I think so that's... you're talking about taking existing trailers and just doing our own funny voiceovers and music stuff. We're going to because usually they recut it to use different shots. Right, 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 right. And but we're just, just going to we're we're going to like radio show this trailer 
but with our own voices. Okay. Not even let, we're not gonna even watch the trailer before we do this. We're just <laughs> oh, gonna so it's go not even gonna be like a bad lip reading. It's gonna be like no, because bad lip reading is actually really good lip reading. Right. This is gonna be just bad. Yep. I like this. I like this. So okay. so that'll be easier because that way we can do like fifteen in a row if we want. I think we can pretty much just tell the story of Carrie. You know, it's like some basic things. Like, Carrie was a high school sweetheart in okay. her last year of high school. Or like, or like a late bloomer, she's finally becoming a woman. Because she has her period. Defying, defying everybody in school and defying her mother, Carrie goes out into the <laughs> world to learn a valuable lesson. And that lesson is... <laughs> don't fucking kill people <laughs> so so I'm gonna narrate uh, Joel's gonna do the voice of John Travolta uh, Scotty's gonna be uh, Miss Carrie mm-hmm. uh, and possibly who's Michael's gonna be other voices and so he could be the mom and he's going to do sound effects oh my god Carrie <laughs> I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing so this is why it's gonna be great okay Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna set up like minor scenes for you. We have to solve those scenes in a trailer format, really, really quick. Okay. So Scotty, start 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 us off with some uh, trailer music. In the spring of 1976, we've got. Um, oh, okay, I screwed. I, That's okay. We yeah, had one, one that was done. <laughs> Are we gonna start this over every single time? Well, yep. No, I already did one phrase, so now okay. you just started it the same. In the spring of 1976, we meet our heroine, Carrie, and her lover, John Travolta. I don't know the character's name. Yeah, John Travolta. <laughs> oh my God, Carrie, let's go to the prom, baby. <laughs> I'm becoming a woman. Unfortunately for Carrie, her mother is involved as well. Carrie! Mom! (laughs) Carrie sneaks around her mother. Wait, wait, Michael's the sound effects. Let's be real here. So, Carrie sneaks around her mother trying to go to the prom. We hope she doesn't hear me. So now Carrie's turned into Carrie, Miss Piggy. Carrie, are you in your room? <laughs> so, so this is kind of turned... I love this idea of doing Carrie as as the Muppets. Oh, I always love to cast shows or movies or musicals with the Muppets. Always. Okay. I know, okay, we're, we're, we'll do that. We'll do, we'll do a Muppets theme episode. Don't you don't want to see me upset? Oh, Carrie, don't kill me with the, your telekinesis there. Oh, no! There, okay, it. there we go. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, back to the back to the trailer. Um, one little problem also comes around. Carrie has a secret power: telekinesis. I'm come, I'm becoming a woman. Oh, maybe, horrible. maybe. I'm a horrible person. Yeah, this is terrible. <laughs> oh my God, Carrie! Did you just make something fly across the room, baby? <laughs> I almost died. <laughs> I was thinking of changing the color in this room to red. <laughs> Starring Sissy Spacek as Carrie White. <laughs> and Piper Laurie as her mother. Carrie, are you still seeing that hooligan? <laughs> Mom! <sighs> and in his first major motion picture, uh, John Travolta as Billy Nolan. <laughs> Hey, Carrie, uh, be sure to uh, tune in to Welcome Back, Kata, you know. <laughs> Coming this November to theaters near you. To select theaters. Okay. There it is. That's it, guys. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, thank you so much for sharing with your friends, uh, g- giving us reviews on iTunes, letting us know what questions you want us to answer. All of that is very much appreciated, and we have information on how to do that in the description of this podcast. As always, I am your host, Charles Joseph Kelly. Should we bring it back to the beginning? I'm your host, Charles Joseph yes. Kelly. Yes. And uh, as always, <laughs> I'm here... Working the knobs. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
Man, I was re- I was really close to the microphone when I guffawed. There. The, 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 the volume knobs is is what I meant to say, and uh, Michael, Michael seen on the knobs. <laughs> And me, as even more as always, uh, Scotty Schaefer. So, uh, this is Joel signing off. The end of the podcast. And thank you very much for listening. Yeah, write me letters if you're a Dance Moms fan, too. Right, write me, <laughs> like, actual letters? <laughs> and if you have your Dance Moms, just write him anything. Thank you so much for listening, and have yourselves a wonderful week. The two megastars summer mashup, the awesome iPhone on the Rockstar Metro PCS Network. Get the iPhone you've always wanted for zero dollars so you can jam without limits. It's a hit. Get an iPhone SE on us when you switch. Metro PCS. Coverage not available in some areas, plus sales tax and $10 activation fee. Requires port of number not currently active on T Mobile Network or on Metro PCS in past 90 days to an unlimited LTE plan. See store for details and terms and conditions.